1: In a season of chaos, the Crimson Tide of the conference, constant excellence, Bama bludgeons the Buckeyes, and Saban steps past Paul Bryant with his seventh national championship.
2: That was the Alabama 2020-2021 season. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Pearl off on a day where we got a lot of news, including Nick Saban retiring. As the greatest of all time.
5: As you called it on the show. Oh, several... stop.
2: Not about me. but oh. <laughs> I,
5: I If I hadn't said that, would you have jumped in and said, I called it? Because you did call it. You I, get full credit. So little... I, now I'm wondering, you're obviously the Bama whisperer. Who's next, Maggie? <laughs> what do you got on the plate for us? We
2: will get to all that and who should and will replace Nick Saban. But, you know, to pause on just the end of an era and the end of the sustained excellence That is Nick Saban. And I don't think that there is another college coach who is going to come close to seven national titles. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Mm. One, I think Saban is unique in his ability to get the most out of players, the ability to change and evolve as college Mm. football changed and evolved. And there's so many reasons why he's one of one. I also think there's a change in college football. I think the entire sport really is changing before our eyes pearl off as it has in the past, but in a new type of way with this 12 team college football playoff with NIL, the transfer portal is only going to become bigger and bigger. And I think there's just this sea change where we're not going to get the type of dynasties that Nick Saban has been oversaw at Alabama for 17 years and and then beyond.
5: I know it feels that way. Like no one's ever going to catch Nick Saban. Because it took him a long time to catch Bear Bryant, (laughs) but I I just think that that we get caught up in the moment. Listen, how old is Kirby Smart? Forties. Forties. He's got two. He probably would have won a third this year if things had bounced a little bit. They probably would have been Michigan. I just think that it's it's not. I understand your logic. It makes perfect sense. But things happen. Like, we never saw Nick Saban. I mean, who would have... If I told you when he got caught up in all that mess about leaving uh, the Dolphins that he was going to go on to be the greatest college football coach of all time, you would have laughed. And that's not that long ago. It's 12 years. So my point is, things change. History is very fluid. And right now, it seems like he is way ahead of everybody else in college football coaching. You know how this is. It felt that way with Belichick. And that's already been chipped away. Felt that, you know, things change. Right now, he's definitely the GOAT. But I wonder in in fifty years are we gonna look back and say Nick Saban was by far the greatest college football coach of all time. I just I just know how things change and I, I'm not sure. Right now he's clearly ahead of this is a day to celebrate Nick Saban. But i tell you someone's gonna chase him. It always happens. There's know, always someone, Maggie. I
2: know Prof, but I don't wanna be accused of being prisoner of the moment just by saying that I think I've seen the greatest of all time no. because listen, there are there. You know, coaches that have more wins than him. Sure. Is there coaches that have like a better winning percentage? It's not like he is every unassailable record, but I do think that the combination again of like, if you went to Alabama, when Nick Saban started, if you signed with the tide and you played four years there, you won a title like that kind of stuff. I, I just don't think that mm. is going to happen again. You know, to have the top recruiting classes 10 times since 2010, like, This it's it's just the consistency, like the fact that like there was never a bottom out, there was never a reset, there was never a oh my offensive coordinator left and now I'm in disarray, like and and we lost five games, like it just never happened. But Nick Saban, and I think it it will happen to the next person.
5: What what is it that Nick Saban does that is so much better than every other coach of all time?
2: I think evolve in the sport. Okay, you want to say something else?
5: No, I mean, just like, it's not so obvious, is my point. Evolve, let me, okay, I know where this prisoner of the moment thing is. This is about Mike Sielski, isn't it? This, uh, no. the Philadelphia Inquirer columnist who said that we were too recently <laughs> biased on our list. I, let me I, ask you I'm question. not
2: thinking about that. No, but let, let me ask you a those... question.
5: Who's the greatest NFL coach of all time?
2: I, it's Belichick.
5: Who's the greatest college basketball coach of all time? What's the name that jumps John up? Wooden. Yeah, was, I thought you might say Coach K. Who's the greatest NBA player of all time?
2: I mean, you and I will have a Jordan debate from now to the end of time, but do you but, want me to say Kareem? Like i do not go. Well, if you said LeBron, this.
5: my point is we get caught up in the moment of the goats. And I just I I'm the older than you and I've seen goats change really fast. Right now, Nick Saban's the unassailable goat. In fifteen years, I wonder if it's gonna be so obvious that Nick Saban was a goat. I yeah. Because I think he's got a thinner margin of goat than some other goats.
6: <laughs> <laughs> For okay. example,
5: an ESPN put out a list in 2019, yeah. right before the Mac Jones title and he was two behind Bear Bryant. And you look at Bear Bryant's resume, it's crazy. Um, Although Bear Bryant, of course, had a lot of other issues. Uh, The whole sport had some societal issues. But regardless, I just think that Nick Saban, yes, he's the GOAT, but I think it's a pretty thin line right now.
2: See, but what changed, right? Saban won that seventh title, and that put him beyond Bear Bryant. But
5: one title makes such a big difference on this list? I think
2: that people started looking at it a little bit more closely. And, you know, you're looking at like what Nick Saban did with like you're doing 3 and 4 years. You know, you're doing uh what was it 4 and 7. Like for Bear Bryant it was 4 and 13 and then 3 and 5, but Alabama had much more like sustained success and like mini dynasties within those dynasties. Bear Bryant kind of has two separate times, yeah. right? He has the early ones and then the later ones for his time at Alabama. I think that Nick Saban you know, better run. So three championships in four years, and then you had four championships in seven years, mm-hmm. as opposed to Bear Bryant's four and 13, and then three and five. I, I mean, I, Nick Saban has the better winning percentage than Bear Bryant. Like, I think it was out of respect to Bear Bryant that you would compare the two, and then once Saban passed him on the champion, on the titles list, you start looking more and more into their resumes and stack them up, and and Nick Saban, I think, was way out in front.
5: Wow, yeah way out of front
2: well sec titles yeah. the teams that he had to beat to get to sec championships yeah, but also like nick bear Bryant wasn't beating ranked teams in sec championship games like so, that wasn't happening then
5: so in your mind it's not even close
2: i i sure it's it gotta be close, close because they have
5: the same almost the same number of championships okay,
2: it could be close off, but i can i can say that nick saban passed him so he did there's nothing else bear brian could due to his resume to make it look better. You know, unfortunately, his time has passed here. And I think there were, you mentioned the societal issues. Like, on the one hand, you could, you know, tell say to Bear Bryant, listen, you created the mystique that is Alabama, right? And you're the one who put that program, I guess, on the map, so to speak. But look at what Saban had to deal with. Roster construct, you know, constraints. You have practice time constraints. You have all these things that, you know, nil transfer portal like it's a totally different job than it was when bear Bryant had it
5: yeah but also alabama was granted these trips these one loss trips to the title game too because they were alabama so
2: yeah but they also couldn't share in any sec title games and bear Bryant could have a share of sec title games that happened several times
5: um i think there was certain advantages once alabama got rolling Um, they almost made it with two losses a couple years ago and this year Listen, if they were, they might not have made it this year okay. and they were Alabama. So I'm just saying to did final four, like reputation helped play part of those championships. There are very few undefeated championships.
2: You're right. And we'll see what happens with Georgia here. And if Kirby smart just takes us and runs with it. But we were saying that about Clemson. And yep. Clemson, which also was a team that felt like every year in the college football playoff, challenging for a national title. And look what's happened. Like, they're not getting that same Alabama, if you want to call it a benefit of the doubt or whatever, yep. because they're just not winning as much.
5: I just don't think it's un- unthinkable that anyone's going to get to seven titles. Yeah. I, I, because I, I do think the 12 could kill you, but it also means that Georgia's going to be in the tournament every year. And who knows? Whoever c- takes over to Alabama is going to be in the tournament every year. And if a coach comes in, he's 45, he's going to get a lot of bites at the apple.
2: No, I get it. But you also have more instances where you're tripping up. And, you know, now if you're going to, we're going to have this postseason yeah. bracket. And then where does it go from there? This is eventually, what do we think? It's going to turn into the NFL with like an AFC and an NFC. The yeah, two big, like big divisions, yeah, Something like that. And look at what's happened now in the NFL. Like once Brady and the Belichick dynasty, you have Patrick Mahomes, like an Andy Reid, an all-time great coach and player combination. But you and I talk about this all the time. Like, how many dynasties are we going to have in professional sports now?
5: Very few. It
0: feels
2: Absolutely, very rare. Why wouldn't college follow that same trend?
5: Yeah, uh, your your reasoning is great. I think I'm playing a little devil's advocate no, here. Shouldn't. I just know in 2020 there was no doubt Bill Belichick was the greatest NFL coach of all time. I've already seen in three years that idea take a major hit when Tom Brady left and he won a Super Bowl without Belichick. Yeah,
2: I never understood why that counts against Belichick.
5: You know why. I mean, you, you understand, right? Like, you understand that argument. You saying that it's not about – and if Belichick takes another job and loses, then he's going to he's gonna be back in the mix with Bill Walsh and Vince Lombardi. Is uh, He's going to be battling for okay. the GOAT title.
2: Well, we can talk about Belichick another time. But, but I think it's a, sim- Saban, it's it. a Although- very
5: similar dynamic. That, first of all, they're twins. Yeah, they're the same a- person. I just think that right now it feels like – and we're going to have the Saban biographer, Monty Burke on. Yeah. Right now it feels like there's no one who will ever catch Saban. I, I just think that Saban's hold on the Go title is a little thinner than other people think. I, I do think, first of all, I've, I've never saw a bear Bryant coach. I have sure. no idea what, what he was doing, but also the funny thing is I look at Nick Saban and I ask you, what is the one thing that he did that was better than everybody else? And you said evolve. Like, yep. that's not like Paul Brown reinventing the game. I don't know. That feels like it's, it's, it's for, hard for me to understand his legacy. Like, what was he? So he's a great defensive coach. He was a great, like coverages he was a great, like great recruiter. Um, But it's interesting, like, what makes him the greatest college football coach? I still feel like it's a bit of a mystery, which is weird, because we've seen a lot of Nick Saban. I don't think it's so easy to define this man's legacy in one foul swoop. Like, Bill Belichick, we know a little bit more about what he did that was superior. He sort of game-planned everybody. Everything was buttoned up. What is Nick Saban's specialty? It's not so obvious an answer.
2: I think that it's a Every tenant, we're talking about Nick Saban, who announced his yeah. retirement yesterday. I think that it's because there's so many different facets to being a coach, yeah. and he nailed all of them. Yeah. Like, it's, you're right, it's recruiting. It's making sure that you're the CEO, basically, of a massive company. It's being able to evolve. It's being able to replace your offensive coordinators when they leave to get bigger jobs. It's your coaching tree. It's the amount of All-Americans that you were able to coach. It's the amount of guys that you Ooh. sent to the NFL, which Nick Saban's like second to none with just the 49 first-round picks that he sent to the NFL. Let well, is that the rest of the guys? I'm saying all these things but is that add a, up.
5: You could also add to And he
2: was elite at all of them.
5: That's funny about the NFL thing. Then you could say, well, he had better talent than everybody. So is that coaching?
2: Well, I think it's both because college football, I think, is about Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and no. O's. And then I do think at times it has to be about game planning. And I think it's about constantly keeping yeah. the cupboard full.
5: And I think also you didn't even mention the fact that he is a great motivator.
2: Oh, so he's, he's uh, obviously he's, he
5: gets a team fired up uh, saying
2: all the compliments are rat poison and all the sayings that he had.
5: Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it's interesting. Been. But it's funny. A couple other things I think about when I think of Nick Saban. Yeah. Um, Fear of
2: intimidation? No, that uh,
5: I think his reputation—you're hearing a lot of stories about him being a good man, too. Because one example is that he hired Steve Sarkeesian when Steve Sarkeesian was having major personal problems. Sure. And I heard Sark say that Dick Saban just said, I'm here for you, I'll do whatever. So he has a lot of—a lot of people are saying good things about him as a person— which is not what you expect in this era of college football.
2: <laughs> well, I and mean, you think about it, yeah. I, no major scandals.
5: Yeah, not that, I mean, I'm sure listen, I'm Sure, if we dig, there I, could I, be. Listen, this is a major college football program. There's probably things.
2: And Jimbo Fisher basically said as much yeah. when they had their tête-à-tête, you know, going back and forth two years ago. Yeah. And he said, you know, listen, I know where the skeletons are buried and yeah. all that, and I'm sure if we dig, we're going to find something. But uh, I'm not saying on the level of a Joe Paterno where this – calls into question and makes you paint somebody, paint somebody that's obviously an extreme, uh, but paint somebody who you thought you knew in a totally different way. Yeah. I I
5: find that scenario very unlikely. A couple other things about him that he said he wasn't going to do spread offense. He's like, I'm not going to do this when he was secretly building a spread offense empire, (laughs) but like he's sneaky. Nick Saban says one thing is doing the exact opposite. That's one of his great skills.
2: And you know, says basically like, uh, you know, we, we can't keep up with NIL. It yeah, tells yeah. You guys we can't keep up. Meanwhile, yeah. now that the job is open, what's the one thing people are saying? It's like, you'll have more resources than any other yeah. program. Well, yeah. We it's can't
5: like... keep up with NIL, but we just happen to have the number one recruiting class, like three out of four years. Uh, and w- <laughs> one more thing we were talking about last night. Yeah. I-, I think his ability to win titles with crappy quarterbacks is also unprecedented because I was looking at some of the guys he won with. He won with Greg McElroy, AJ uh, McCarran, Jake Coker, Matt Malk at LSU was the quarterback. They, Jamarcus wasn't the quarterback yeah. for him. Uh, so he he kind of like, I think he liked to coach up a, a slightly less talented team. And I mean that as a great comment. Like When he had Bryce Young in the Heisman Trophy winner, he couldn't quite get over the hump. He could also take guys who weren't overly talented and just motivate them and do a great job coaching.
2: Yeah, I, I remember seeing a Nick Saban quote from a, a couple of years ago where he said it used to be, that if you had a great defense you could always beat a good offense he yeah. said and that's just not the case anymore in college football yeah. and you had to and that was one of the realizations and that's why you go and make sure you have two low on your on your uh, roster, and that's why you have Bryce Young. And, but he and had Mac
5: that. Jones, who was a two-and-a-half-star recruit, tennis player, basically, <laughs> McCorkle Jones, and won a title. And this year, Jalen Milroe they could barely pass the ball, yeah. and this was one of his great jobs. This it, is it ironic he's coming off such a high? Everyone said this is one of Nick Saban's great coaching jobs. Well, he said that. Oh, he said – oh, he I thought that. we said that.
2: He said that. He said this was the one he was most proud of, I believe, is the yeah. way he put it. Yeah. Is it is I think because uh, he knew he was leaving, too. I think he yeah. was kind of taking – I think he – there had to be something that turned where you go from a grind, grind, yeah. grind to I'm going to stop and appreciate all this.
5: Yeah, but he had th- he came into this year with three quarterbacks. No, I and he didn't even know who was going to play quarterback. So I think there's a great reason to say it was a great coaching job this year. Uh, they were a very limited team, and they were one play away, maybe one or two plays away from getting to the final game, which they could have won. So it is amazing. Yeah, I you pinned me into this corner where I'm saying negative things about Nick <laughs> like
2: Saban. You, I, I think that he's put... A, the, listen, is there tons of distance between him, Bear Bryant, Tom Osborne, who you want to talk? All these great yeah. coaches. It's not tons of daylight, but it's there. And I think the next iteration of college football is going to make it even harder for the for the next guy to be in the conversation.
5: So Kirby Smart's forty eight. Yeah. He's going to get in the playoff every year from now on. Yeah, he could get to six.
2: But now you got to win how many playoff games? Like before, you had to win two.
5: Right, so you have an to SEC win the SEC
2: championship game, and then two two playoff games to win. Now it's going to be the way it's stacked. You have to
5: win three if you're one of the top four teams,
2: plus an SEC championship
5: game. Yes, but they're going to
2: which always feels like a de facto. You well, know, why that's you like to... a playoff, but game.
5: you don't have to win the SEC championship game to, to get, get the it. playoff. Yeah, maybe so. No. But that first game, Still a big game, if the SEC stays dominant, then you'll get a chippy in the opening round. I, I just think it is possible. It feels impossible right now. It feels like Nick Saban is so far ahead of everybody. And I think where I dif- disagree with you a little bit is that it often feels that way at the end of a career and then time changes that. Now, I'm not going to say he's not the GOAT because I, there's no logical argument for yeah. that. There really isn't. No, like, the
2: it, numbers, yeah, the mean, accolades. I'd like to come out yeah.
5: here and say Dick Saban's not the GOAT, but this the fact that he redefined himself, you said it well, what is the best thing about him? He evolved.
2: 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Had a lot of, a lot of GOAT talk. Lately, with Tom Brady retiring, yeah, you know, now we have uh, Nick Saban. Let's see what happens with Belichick. (sighs) I mean, even Pete Carroll, who is not considered a goat, but man, I mean, I in some ways I feel a little—I don't say bad for Pete Carroll, but yesterday that's the second biggest news, and we're going to talk about it in a minute. And it kind of gets overshadowed by Saban, even though Pete Carroll is on an extremely short list of guys to win a college championship and a Super Bowl. Incredible
5: legacy. Let me ask you a question as the Nick Saban's retiring whisper. Yeah. So Belichick and Nick Saban trends. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban have been tied together forever. Best friends. You know, Belichick hired him in Cleveland in the nineties. So. Is there any chance Belichick does the same exact thing? Like the, the their twin careers continue to follow the same path? Any chance Belichick walks away after Nick did and they go fishing or whatever they do?
2: <laughs> Watch <a> they- film. <laughs> Let's talk about that next. 855 212 4 CBS. 855 212 4227. You are welcome to weigh in weigh in on Nick Saban. I, I think I think he's the goat and this is it. Perloff, not sure. The trend of sports would tell you Perloff is actually right about this one that we say the goat now, but somebody's always coming down the pipeline for you, right? We never thought there'd be another Michael Jordan and we do have LeBron James, right? You never think you're going to have another guy in the moment, but never thought you'd have another Joe Montana. And here comes Tom Brady. It happens. 855-212-4CBS. You can also watch the show. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We say a good morning to all of our CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Across the country who we love, Sirius XM Channel 158 and the absolutely free-to-download and crystal-clear Odyssey app.
5: Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply Thank you, Nick Saban, for waiting a couple days to announce your retirement so we can spread out our content appropriately over the week. <laughs> yeah. I think He's
2: he, thinking about us.
5: He actually, it seems like he didn't want to take the shine away from the national title game, A Rod style, uh, and gave this a couple <laughs> days to breathe. There was a report, too, that there were some weather issues. He wanted to do it yesterday. Um, he waited
2: two days.
5: Yes, I, uh, <laughs> the national way.
2: championship was. Monday. Well, he clearly
5: decided after the final four game. I would imagine right. the way the way people work, he must have decided after Jalen Milrow got stuffed at the line. He's like, all right, I'm out.
2: See, I wonder. I, the first time I ever thought Nick Saban might be retiring, uh, and welcome to the show, by the way, is uh, the when they I found out the story that he took his family on a vacation to Italy. I was like, oh, this guy's out. <laughs> like, he's starting to stop, smell the roses, which, by the way, he has every right to at 72. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe he's starting to see or maybe his family might be telling him, like, hey. Yeah. You know? and, and according to Chris Lowe, who broke the story for ESPN, uh, talked to Sabin and he did say, like, I still want to have a high quality of life in my mm. retirement to do the things that I want to do now. Deion Sanders had a little bit of a different take on why he thought that Nick Saban retired. We'll get to that in a minute. Jordan is in Alabama. Got a thought on this? Good morning, Jordan.
6: Yeah. Hey. First, uh, before I talk about the timing of uh, Nick Saban's retirement announcement, <clears throat> excuse me. I'd like to say that uh, you know Andrew asked a question. You know what 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 was he better at than any other coach? And it's recruiting. I mean, for for mm. almost every year that he was at Alabama, he was in the top five recruiting, and most years he was number one. And a lot of you know, a lot of Alabama people say like, you know, this would be a really unattractive job uh, because of who you're having to follow up. But at the same time, unlike most jobs, uh, there's no there's no rebuild that's going to be requir- required with this. Um. So I mean, I don't really think. Alabama's going to take too much of a step backwards in that regard.
2: You know, Jordan, uh, it's interesting they... because they're, and I'll, I'm going to keep you on, but there's a 30 day window now that opens for Alabama players. If they want to transfer now that Nick Saban is retired and I, they already lost one five-star recruit. And I believe they already have kids who are, listen, there were some kids who were going to hit the portal anyway, to say that there's going to be no backslide yeah. at all with recruiting, I think is, is overly optimistic. But, listen, it's still Alabama. There's still the, the, you know, one of the biggest brands in college football. But I think that Jordan's –
5: they have Jalen Milrow coming back and they have Caden Proctor coming back. I mean, it it is an attractive – if Milrow still comes back. That's the question. Jordan, is it still Alabama without Nick Saban? Do they still have that recruiting advantage if he's gone, though?
6: Well, Milrow has already announced on a local station down here uh, that he is returning to Alabama next year. Yeah, yeah. He's staying. So, um – I mean, so we got that going for us, uh, and I guess the big, the big picture recruiting is: can we keep the number one quarterback prospect that we got, five-star uh, Julian Sayan from Carlsbad, California? Uh, Wait, Jordan. I mean, I who, Jordan? You're years down the road.
2: you're in Alabama. Get, who? Who do you want to be the next coach? Who's who's the guy that Alabama Crimson Tide fans want next?
6: Well, I, when I think about it, you know, there's several names that are floating out there. But I just try to think of it, okay, if, if they announced this coach um, tomorrow, who, who, who would be the guys that would, would excite me? And I think the top three guys that would excite me uh, is probably uh, Lane Kiffin and then Mike Norvell. And then I don't think there's a good chance they could get Sarkeesian, but I think there's a better chance that they could get Sarkeesian than Kirby Smart. I mean, Kirby Smart, it's not even worth talking about, right. honestly. But, you know, the, big, the biggest name down here is currently Dan Lanning. Yeah. But, you know, I don't really – it doesn't really sit well with me as a fan, uh, the fact that he lost uh, two games this past season to Washington. When we all know in college football uh, it's hard to beat the same team uh, twice in one year. That's one of the hardest things that there is to do in college football. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, but, yeah, I mean, I
2: mean, listen, both incredibly but, but, close games. Yeah. I mean, Oregon and Washington ends up making it to the championship game. Jordan, appreciate you weighing in and, and stay in touch with the show because uh, curious about Alabama. You know, yeah. there was a moment I thought Crimson Tide fans were going to be reasonable and rational about this, and then clearly that's not going to be the case. <laughs> well, it's funny. Your top three candidates are three guys yeah. who have three amazing jobs.
5: And it's funny too. I think we're all in the same boat. It's not, it does, I don't think it's unrealistic. Everyone's immediately, we all say the same thing. I think our text thread says, oh boy, they're going to be nervous in Oregon because. No,
2: I know. Yeah. So Dan Lanning, who has maybe, in terms of resources and what he's built yeah. at Oregon, you might, yeah, but rivals no, anyone.
5: But nobody stays at Oregon. There must be a reason. Okay, but right. you're about
2: to go to the Big Ten too. This changes. You Is always, that good or bad? You always like to talk about, you know, the older people who want to see a championship, like you know Jerry Jones, well, it's like uh, Phil Knight. <laughs> I mean, what is there yeah. any any doubt he would push all the cards oh, in the middle he'd of the pay, table?
5: Pay him whatever he wants, right?
2: And then you have uh, Mike Norvell, who I get, I can understand, just got totally hosed in the college football playoff selection committee. You know, Florida State goes undefeated, he doesn't make it. Here's the thing about Lane Kiffin, and we can talk more about this, and we could do a whole deep dive on yeah. Lane Kiffin. The It makes all the sense in the world. He's a guy who is could never try to do a Saban impersonation. He's got his own style. He's got a great offense. Like he's been fired before. I I don't think that this is this would be devastating Mm. to him. You know, he's kind of been through a lot of the ups and downs of college football. He got fired from Alabama. Like, is the same athletic director who fired him going to bring him back now in a career-defining move for this athletic director? Well, it'd be
5: funny to go from probably the most serious, well-respected coach in college football history, Nick Saban, to Lane Kiffin? <laughs> I mean, come on. Because you say Lane Kiffin, everyone smiles and go, oh, Lane Kiffin. See, also, I think
2: that's good, though. No, no. I, you're, you're so anti saban Yeah, Sabin. I
5: mean, Kiffin's got his team coming back at Ole Miss. He might not be that. He's got Jackson Dart coming back.
2: No, I think Lane Kiffin would take the job 100%. I
5: think so, but uh, Shark obviously, I, that's interesting. They said Shark would not leave Texas. I don't Alabama. think so. But I, I understand that. Like, he's got, I mean, he's got, unless he could take Arch Manning with him. That is interesting uh, that caller brought up Julian saying ESPN did a huge feature on this kid. He is—he's a movie quarterback. He's a six-five kid from California who is grown up wanting to play at Alabama. I'm really curious. That's a great question. That's what. Ha- There's so many real. This is a crucial two weeks for Alabama.
2: What I thought was wild is that Jordan, who just called us from Alabama, as we're talking about a shortlist to replace Nick Saban, didn't say Dabo.
5: Yeah, nobody Dabo- wants nobody wants Dabo. They do. Won't use a transfer portal. Why would you want him?
2: He won a championship at Alabama. Like he no. and and he has proven that he's a championship. <laughs> I think
5: you take Jimbo back before you take Dabo <laughs> right <crazy>. now.
2: <laughs> uh, Andrew Bogus is here. Did anything else happen yesterday? Uh,
5: a few things. Yeah. It's all
0: sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly seven hundred fifty dollars on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Chipotle. Yes. Yes, Nick Saban retiring from Alabama. The third and final major story yesterday came rapid fire. Saban preceded by Pete Carroll no longer being the Seahawks head coach.
5: For all my guys, I, I think you know how how much I probably competed uh, for our perspective and, and our standpoint and, and and all of that. I freaking didn't back off for an instant.
0: Yeah, Carroll wanted to return for a 15th season. The team instead <sighs> says he'll stick around as a consultant, before all of that, there was Kawhi Leonard's three-year, $153 million extension <laughs> with the Clippers. Just don't ask Kawhi about the future.
4: I'm in the moment um, in this season, and I'm trying to uh, get us to a place where we haven't been before, and, you know, that's what I'm focused on.
0: The Clippers did stay hot last night, a 126-120 decision over the Raptors. L.A. has now won 7 of 8, 16 of 19, Kawhi and Paul George each scored 29. And P.S. there are extension talks with PG-13 continuing here
5: as (laughs) well. God, a lot of money flying
2: around. Yeah, Steve Ballmer. I mean, the funny thing about Kawhi, oh, I guess he was, uh, his his contract was up next year.
5: Yeah, he and
0: George basically have the same contract. Yeah, they do.
2: And they're making the same amount of money.
0: Yeah. So So I I think
2: we can guess what the next contract's going to be for Paul and George.
5: Yeah, but the funny thing is Kawhi's turning 33. He's had a million playoff games in his life. That's an old 33. He is going to be way over. 35-year-old Kawhi Leonard getting $50 million? Is this good? This feels like he's too old to get that much money.
2: I don't know. Now that he's actually playing games, it's uh, he's still, I, for he's now, still playing at a high level.
5: For playing games for now, do you really think he's going to be healthy for this three-year $150 million?
2: Is anyone going to be healthy? I mean... I d I, I don't believe he will be. And He's I quite, believe and I think less. Quite I, old. I think Paul George is even less of an opposite. Yeah, Who's not
5: young either? I and then you got James Harden is not young. Are you gonna do my team though? Which team my is that NBA I'm team? confused. Yes, I know you'd be confused. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone see Zion Williamson <laughs> put on a display on, on ABC last night? Because, oh man, am I back on that Pelican's bandwagon? <laughs> you're the worst.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Jazz beat the Nuggets 124 111. Utah's won 9 of 11. The Celtics outlasted the T Wolves 127 120. In overtime, the Spurs didn't lose because they were in Detroit 130 108. Wemby 16 points, 12 boards, and 10 assists in just 21 minutes. Ooh. And yes, the Pelicans did smoke the Warriors in San Francisco 141
5: 105. Zion. Must have lost 15 pounds in the last three weeks. I could not believe the player that was on the court last night, which makes me nervous. Nobody goes up and down more than him, and he was up last night. And man, I'm back. I'm back, Maggie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we can't keep track of all your bandwagoning. I know I'm, you do love Zion. I
5: love Zion. <laughs> Who's with me on Zion? Don't you guys enjoy watching this guy play? Yes. He's so unusual. We yeah.
2: do, but nobody trusts that he's going to be able to I have know. a big career. I
5: know. I know. It's disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing. I mean,
0: seriously. Three days ago, EJ would have been like basically like slobbering over Zion. You go, oh, well, he's going to be a neck and he's going to be hurt. Like you just watched wow. the Zion dream and now you're asking us to join about, in the th- Zion dream.
2: Nobody follows Zion's weight. Perloff is like one of those people who weighs like the showgirls in Vegas or something. Like you are so <laughs> what <a obsessed>. job. <laughs> Measuring their waists. You're yeah. obsessed with Zion's weight,
5: right? Because he's so explosive. No, when he, I know. last night he switched on his Steph Curry, he's like, "I'm going to cover this guy." And he was running around after Steph Curry for a while. He looks great right now. I just also, don't Warriors trust.
2: Warriors are really what's going. On? This is <laughs> not great.
5: Yeah, I mean, I in my Drayvon's mind, I put the back. the Warriors and the Lakers. Like, is it going to end well this year?
2: Uh, Lakers
5: I, probably a little better, but that. I'm, That's been up and down. I'm
2: telling you, I think that I've got a little – I think I'm on a little bit of a heater right now because I called the Nick Saban retirement the day after they lost. Yeah, what do you got? In the semifinal. I'm calling it with the Steve Kerr.
5: Steve Kerr retirement, okay.
2: Last season with the Warriors. And maybe he goes to do TV or something and maybe coaches somewhere else, but I think this might be it. No, I'm not – I don't think. I think this is it for Steve Kerr, in my opinion.
0: Does he finish the season?
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Or does he go? Hey, you know what? This is
0: just not working. No, they we'll have to do something else. at
2: the trade deadline. Like, the, if you have Steph Curry, he's still playing well. Like, there's still a move that the, that the Warriors have to make.
0: I don't know. They suck. <laughs> and so they they're... really do.
2: Well, Draymond is back on the sideline now. He'll be back mm. in games soon enough. That
5: might help. I mean, they're 17 right. and 20. They're two games out of the 10 spot.
2: Yeah. Watch your out of uh, a 10 spot. Yeah,
5: Watch I mean the groin. Lakers. The Lakers are in the nine spot, and they made the conference finals and being in the playing tournament. So. I don't know. It's NBA regular season. I wonder, they, does it matter? I wonder if Draymond's worked on his windmill punch.
2: <laughs> well, he Big better chance. get loose because he's coming back soon. All
0: right. All right. Another night of upsets in men's college basketball. Number three, Kansas falling at UCF 65-60. Bill Self's team usually scores 80 a night.
4: We didn't do a good job of penetrating the zone or getting the ball in the high post. When we did, you know, we got some looks. We didn't make them, but we got some looks. And, and uh, but yeah, we were we were awful against their zone.
0: This is UCF's first ever Big Twelve win. Number five Tennessee went down at Mississippi State, seventy seven seventy two, ninth ranked Oklahoma losing at TCU, eighty seventy one, and number eleven Marquette fell at home to Butler, sixty nine sixty two.
5: It's gotta be four top eleven teams lost yet
0: last year. Four out of the top five. Yeah, uh, and we had we had f- in the yeah, last yeah, hours, yeah, Five in the top, top five. ten teams. And none of uh, your teams pearl off.
2: <laughs> no, just wait. They'll find a way to get on the Purdue nah, bandwagon. No,
5: I, I can never root for Kansas. Like, does anyone jump on the Kansas bandwagon? No. Who jumps on the Houston bandwagon?
0: Who jumps
2: on the Tar Heels bandwagon?
5: Tar Heel. What you ta- Everyone loves the Tar
0: Heels. No,
2: they do, but usually those people are lifelong. They The Tar Heels mm-hmm. are their team, full stop. They're one of your teams.
5: I think nationally the Tar Heels are very popular. Houston, I like bizarre. nobody is. I'm alone on that bandwagon. Nobody's a Houston Cougar fan. Now
2: I didn't hear much about it until they started getting ranked <laughs> in the top three, not even top five.
5: Uh, I have the visual proof. I am a long time Houston. I'm talking six years, Maggie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Perloff and I did get to go to a Houston Cougars. Uh,
5: oh yeah, Tilly had us in his party. house. Party.
2: It was, it was dope. If that was me and I was in high school, I would have committed on the spot. <laughs> but then again, I love sushi. I uh, had a lot of it did. <laughs> and indoor basketball courts and yeah. they were giving out slippers. It was I did, great. did say
5: afterwards, you're like, should we, should we get all in on Dana Holgerson and the Cougars? I'm like, you know, they don't have a quarterback this year. Let's wait a year.
2: <laughs> and it turns out he's gone. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So anyway, Houston basketball though, you can trust them as bogus. Get on board. We're gonna drive um, after we could drive to San Antonio, we'll drive over to Houston <laughs> and see a game. Look, in, right. now
2: you're in the car.
5: Texas two step. I'm in. Wow. Yeah. Man,
2: that was quick.
5: And then we'll go up to Oklahoma City, see my guy Chet. I'm your new Zion. I'm back in. I'll be out in fast. He's, he's on the
2: bogus bandwagon now and he's gonna jump off. So
5: the- You really want to drive to Texas, don't you? At- it comes and goes now. <laughs> but I feel like everybody we all have young kids at home. Like dads are like, Yeah, you be get out of the house and go watch sports. Yes. Pilates, yeah. if I could take you away from your young kids right now for a month, <laughs> well just just for the uh, the 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 quiet bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> that would I I'll sign up on that.
2: You know, I got to be honest. You guys like uh, just men, you know. Mm. You guys really catch on very quick on a lot of things. And I noticed this because my 4-year-old son has finally learned the trick of going in the bathroom and shutting the door and locking it just like my husband will disappear in the bathroom oh. when he needs some peace and quiet just for like, you know, uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> locking like, the door. Are you sick? It's like, no, I'm just hanging out in there. I um, <laughs> just need a break. Yep.
5: That being said, so your four-year-old kid is locking the bathroom door. How many?
2: No, he's just shutting it. <laughs>
5: oh, because, yeah. With, we... a, with
2: a with an enthusiastic slam.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, because when the market, baby, they would lock the door. I'm like, oh, crap. Are well, we going to have to call a locksmith? <laughs> they have no idea how to Timmy, get out of here. Timmy did that uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, it's a dangerous we, we, situation. We were like, oh, how is he going to. And he got out. He got out on his own.
2: Yeah, you got it. Well, it's just usually this you
5: know. Well, my my lock is weird, so he was able to work it and get it. I was like, "Oh, good for you."
0: <laughs> when you say he got out on his own, it's like you guys just left him there and all of a sudden he was back in the living <laughs> Figure room. <it> out. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but um, Maggie, you don't like road trips at all.
2: No, I don't like being I don't, you don't like like to drive trips. an hour. No, I don't. I really I dislike it. I don't I it's uncomfortable to be in the car that long yeah. and it's boring Yeah, and I the three of us I'd, would I'd rather we fly. have great conversations.
5: The other thing that's funny, too, like we all know dads are like, we can leave and the family's okay. If the mom leaves for a week. That's it. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's it. Put the a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put the kids up for adoption if that's the mom right, has to leave for right. a week. There's no dad Someone I know house. who can do a week.
2: <laughs> it's amazing. And yeah. Yeah.
5: Not to go into, you know. Gender stereotypes, but we all know the deal. <laughs> no offense, Pilates. I'm sure you're uh, a great dad, but I'm, you are yes. a, you are a B player in that uh, household.
4: I, I, that's right. Maybe <laughs> B plus, but not <laughs> not a problem
0: I don't know You give Pete a week Alone with his two kids And he might have A really fully functioning Newsroom going That's
5: right Yeah <laughs> I, I got them cutting
0: tape Making a I schedule was,
5: Exactly When I was on paternity I got them cutting tape So no <laughs> We're getting there A dad weekend means Lots of pizza And staying up late That's right Lots of ordering <laughs> out not, No cooking Yeah My wife's out today And I didn't even For a second
0: Consider making something <laughs> yeah, I no. like Kids where are we Ordering tonight
5: Peanut butter jelly <laughs> Hot <laughs> oh. dogs Mac
0: and cheese Alright let's do it Oh
5: pizza Let's go get pizza <laughs> Uh, Back in the
0: NFL, the Titans head coaching search taking some shape. They'll be interviewing Detroit coordinators Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, Ravens DC, Mike McDonald, plus Dan Quinn and Antonio Pearson from the NHL, the Avalanche. Blank the Golden Knights, 3-zip Nathan McKinnon as an assist, so he has a point in all 23 home games so far this season. Guys, back to you.
2: Andrew Bogish, thank you. The news coming fast and furious. The biggest one, obviously, Nick Saban retiring. Also, Pete Carroll forced out in Seattle. We've got so much to do coming up. What did Deion Sanders have to say about Nick Saban and his retirement? We've got that for you, plus the Vegas odds on who will be the next head coach for the Crimson Tide. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails. The show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at WesleyFinancialGroup.com. It's been a while since we had a daily Dion action. Oh, I've missed you. Dion Sanders reacting to Nick Saban's retirement yesterday on social media, Perloff. He said, wow, college football just lost the GOAT to retirement. Wow. I knew it would happen one day soon, but not this soon. The game has changed so much that it chased the goat away. College football, let's hold up our mirrors and say honestly what you see. Tagged it with his own coach friend. So it's interesting, right? Because if we think that Nick Saban retired because of all these changes that are coming to college football, maybe that's part of it, but nobody adapted to the changes in college football maybe better than Nick Saban. I, you know, his, like, outwardly, you know, uh, stern demeanor and his old-school sort of tactics, I think, really hid somebody who was constantly trying to evolve his program.
5: Yeah, it didn't seem like NIL was killing him. They made the Final Four this year. Uh, yeah, that, that's a funny quote from Dion because he is sort of the face of these new changes, transfer portal, and less so NIL, but he certainly uh, uses transfer portal. Everyone keeps saying the schedules is much harder for college football coaches now, like they have yeah. to work harder and more months of the year. that makes sense, although I do think that Sabin's been flirting with e s p n for a long time. I think that he i mean five years ago, like he was sort of talking to e s p n it seemed like he was starting to appear on there a lot yeah so i don't I don't sense that what is happening this last say it's two years of n i l and transfer portal. I don't think that pushed him out. I I think he might have been headed this way anyway. Am I being naive?
2: No, I mean, he's 72. It's like you can't really fault the guy. But the other part is he is constantly, he has railed against college football. Like he has definitely criticized it. He was one of those coaches who was on Capitol Hill uh, over the summer, you know, trying to talk about legislation for NIL and all that. So we won't pretend like Nick Saban thought everything was right with college football. Meanwhile, Shador Sanders also tweeting Alabama players tap in.
5: I was <laughs> yeah, thinking about it. this.
2: So the odds were released by several places about who will be the next Alabama Crimson Tide head coach and who has the fourth highest odds. Deion Sanders
0: mm.
2: tied with Kalen DeBoer, the Washington Huskies coach yep. who just appeared in the national championship game tied with Kalen DeBoer at six to one. Um, you know, I'll say this about Deion Sanders. I think it's ludicrous that he'd be the next head coach of Alabama. Not ludicrous, but I, I can't see him being the next head coach of Alabama. But if Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL and you have Saban retiring, I mean, Dion's the face of college football. He probably becomes the most powerful college football head coach, right?
5: Ooh, powerful and define power.
2: Well, it's going to take a few things. He
5: already gets the most headlines by 50-fold. Right. So. He's that face of the college football, but I still think like Kirby Smart and these other guys still have a lot of power.
2: I'm sure they do, but I get the sense. I don't know how much does Kirby Smart use the power, right? Like, is he somebody like he was out there with the bowl season talking about how, you know, this was embarrassing that Florida State's players all basically transferred out and no showed and Georgia beat the brakes off of them. And that's not a good thing for college football. So he took a stand there, but
5: yeah, no, I, I don't think he gets into that ball game at all. I just think that he's in a position to win a lot of titles. So uh and there are other coaches too. Like Dion might be the face of it. If I'm Dion I'm not I think Dion's in a great spot because he goes in that Big Twelve schedule next year. Yeah. I don't think he should come to Alabama well, because that's thing... a, that's gonna be a hard place for him to win compared to what he has at Colorado right now. Believe it or not.
2: No, I hear what you're saying. The only yeah. thing is if you're worried about the future of the Big twelve, you know, do you have do you Oh,
5: I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Listen, if you going uh, to a twelve
2: team college football playoff, like they're gonna get teams in to the postseason.
5: This is yeah, this is Dion, and I I'd almost go year by year. I'd almost look at where am I next year? Because there's pressure on him to make the playoffs to, to sort of meet the hype. Sure. It'd be good. He has Shador coming back. Who knows if he'll ever get another Shador Sanders at quarterback? It, it seems to be working out really well for them next year. I don't think he should switch to Alabama. Like he's already got a good thing going in my mind. And even like say Michigan was opened up and they called Dion. That is not a program you want right now. If if Harbaugh leaves and JJ McCarthy's gone, why would Dion get in there? He's already got his team.
2: No, I don't see Dion going to Michigan. Yeah. I, I don't see that. But at some point, you know, look at you just saw what happened to the ACC with Florida State, and again, that's not going to happen anymore because of the twelve team playoff. And it probably wouldn't have happened if Jordan Travis, the quarterback, hadn't gotten hurt. But if you're not in the Big Ten or the SEC, you're kind of feels like you're swimming upstream. For, yeah, you know, clout.
5: Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm really interested, too. There's one name that we have not mentioned. What if Alabama's like, well, you know, we can't have the goat anymore. Why not get Urban Meyer, the coach in his era, who was the biggest challenge? What if Urban Meyer comes back in this situation? I mean, or in Michigan, too? <laughs> Would that be great? Well, That'll never happen. but
2: Urban Meyer going to Michigan after coaching Ohio State feels...
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, little sacrilege. I mean, I know he
2: beat Ohio State at a national championship game and then went to go coach Ohio State, but that doesn't even feel no, no, like the same stratosphere. But
5: what if Alabama called Urban? That that doesn't seem like would happen, right? Okay, but, so But he's in that whole sort of circle of Balchek Urban and Nick.
2: Okay, so I do have a thought about that and the one reason why you might be correct
5: really <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> are you surprised
5: yeah well I feel good I'll, now what? I'll
2: explain why that makes even some sort of hazy shred of sense maybe next Maggie and Perloff reacting to the retirement of Nick Saban 855 two one two four 4 cbs 855 I know we're on in Alabama Tide fans even Auburn fans how you feeling
4: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here! Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.